Welcome to Ali Talks, the platform for podcasts and videos to explore spirituality in your daily life. Simple and easy. Join the movement and go to Ali.vision. Hi, and welcome to our weekly energy shot. We are Matt Taylor and Nicolayana, and we bring you astrological updates and a lot of new inputs for your spiritual growth, for your awakening, in order for you to be able to maneuver your physical body and your soul through life. And um, hi, Matt. How are you today? Hi, I'm very well. Thank you. Uh, and you? I'm good. Thank you as well. Yes, I'm coming out the other side of a flu that I've had for a couple of weeks. So yeah. all better now, just about. So that's exciting. Very good. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm in the middle of a cold, as you might hear. Yes. But, yes, um, think, yeah. but we're swapping, swapping times, you know, yeah. it's your turn. <laughs> it seems. <laughs> Very good. So what's going on this week? Well, yes, it's, you know, a few things we can certainly talk about that are, that are really interesting, I think, in the chart for the week. Um, so the first one is that, you know, we've just finished three weeks of Mercury in retrograde. It's a little bit misunderstood what Mercury retrograde is all about. It's really a review um, of, of how we speak and think, right? So we're upgrading um, our speech or our thought or, you know, reviewing all the things we said that we, you know, that were negative or all the things we said that, you know, we were procrastinating with, you know, we haven't done yet. So in these three week periods, we're really seeing a lot of work that we need to need to do in terms of upgrading our consciousness, our thoughts and our actions around things and what we need to put in place and what we said we do, and also how we can be a little bit kinder, how we can be a little bit nicer to each other as well, like taking out some of the negativity. So we really feel like during Mercury retrograde that a lot of that karma is coming back to us to yeah. see. So go station went stationary on Saturday. Now stationary is a moment in time when Mer when all planets that go retrograde actually like join their origin back on their original um, path. So we're, what the planet is doing is it's going off its path and doing a loop. That's the retrograde point, but then it joins back on its you know its orbit. And so that at that point it's at a moment of stationary. And this stationary point was when the energetic week began. So it's like, even though Mercury is now direct, it's back on its like orbit, it, it, it set the energy for the week that we're still at stationary, which means for this week, we will have like moments where we get to pause um, our thoughts and speech and really think about something before we put it out in the world as, as, as a spoken word. So we're really reviewing um, areas where we may be negative, which usually means we have doubts or fears or angers about things that are, you know, very short circuit kind of energy, reactive energy. And so this week is really like, you know, giving us a whole week to really stop and think about how we want to approach things, probably in a better way. Now, also, what happens this week is that we have a full moon, which will be the full moon of Pisces, right? And this is the full moon of happiness, certainty, unity, right? It's the big kahuna of moons. 
So a lot of the Kabbalists say, or, or transcendentals and you know Babylonians and all of this period of time are saying that this Pis Piscean moon is has the energy of the end of days, which means you know the final point when we're all back together as one and unified in certainty and happiness. So the, this moon holds the energy of 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 you know of complete reunification of the souls back as when. So, so it's about that happiness and it's about that certainty that we have when we're connected, when we're, you know, unified. And um, I mean, the, in, the, um, in the ancient text, Pisces is written Adar, and it comes from the word, it comes from the word Idra, which means the, the, the month of assembly, right? So the moon is really what determines the flavor of the month rather than the sun, right? So um, this flavor of assembly, this month of assembly. So we're all really get a moment to think about how we can unify together with people a little bit more. You might want to unify with yourself. You might want to unify with your light, but you know, you'll also want to unify with people a bit better around you in your relationships, in your family, excuse me, maybe in your community or, or things where you feel like it's not really, you know, at its ultimate point, you can, you know, connect to that this week. So, you know, a lot, a lot better. So that's kind of one of the things. So this, this whole like Mercury stationary is, is in Aquarius, which means you're thinking about new possibilities. Aquarius is new possibilities. It's out of the box thinking. It's also a sign that likes to gather people together. It's about groups, events, um, a, the collective humanitarianism so there's a lot of like assembly or coming together this week around things bringing people together it's a real togetherness week in our mind in our speech you know the sensation of the energy in our soul so it's to rethink and we're going to give a lot of direction a lot of focus on that area of our life about how we bring collectives together as i said it could be your friends it could be your family it could be your relationship or anything, a community, if you work in that. Sorry, someone, some, something random just happened. So, um, yeah, that will be the, a, a big point of Mercury retrograding with the full moon this week. Very interesting. Because since, uh, like, since February 13, 12, I do feel a very intense feeling of unity and love and peace within my community that I'm building and within, you know, our, our spiritual light worker community, which is like growing and growing and growing. And it's really beautiful to see that even the moon participates in that growth of the community. It's so, uh, it's really touching, I feel. Oh, absolutely. You know, the way that, you know, these, these um, openings that the moon creates, you know, in its new moon and its full moon points, a really strong energy. And, you know, it's always much more powerful when we gather in groups and we, and we, you know, really want to connect to that energy yeah. available. It's always much more powerful in groups. So it's really it, fascinating that in mm. the groups that the, even if you do it online, mm, even absolutely. if you're having online gatherings, the, the energetic field that is created when you're doing online something together for something or for yourself 
it's so much more powerful than when you do it alone, even though it makes no sense for like, like you know, people, like if you would have told me that 10 years ago, I would be like, yeah, but it's creating a system. It's creating an energetic system that is functioning like when we're in the same room, basically. It just doesn't feel like the same room from a physical point of view, but all the rest energetic bodies, they're participating in that totally yes that's right that's right and it's not it's really like where we can where we can bring our consciousness together so it's like you know even though the physical space may be separated it's about the consciousness actually being unified rather than you know we'll we'll always gather with people that have the same consciousness you know the same thoughts the same beliefs the same like ideas in life you know that will always bring people together so we sort of find each other out anyway regardless where we are in the world thanks to like the internet right we can now find each other with the same consciousness even though we're not in the same room so it is this, this moment of like you know expanding out into the world and finding like-minded people in the same events that we maybe never even experienced before around the social medias around the youtubes this can be the positive out, out you know outcome of of these social medias is that people with the same level of consciousness will will start to join together yeah even more so yeah. even more powerfully 100 percent. so for our listeners you're our gang you are with us it's like really beautiful to know that there are people there with the same consciousness that are participating in what we offer and what we do no yeah that's right and there's you know it's it's great it's great it's really growing so that's that and another thing that started the week was mars square venus now mars is you know it's this planet where we get our desire, our passion, where we get like strong about something, where we get excited about things, where we want to go out and do things. It's a real action planet. Um, it's a battle planet, you know, where we go to war, you know, this is what I really want to do. And I'm going to go and get out there and, you know, overcome all these hurdles and all of that. <laughs> so, you know, at its best, it's, it's, a, it's a sign that, you know, really gives us the energy to push through. Um, at its worst, it's impulsive or angry or frustrated or needs things now. And now, squaring Venus, Venus is about love, compassion, you know, take your time. Let's just make things harmonious and beautiful and lovely. It's, 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 they're, 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 they're both very positive in different ways. And, you know, um, Venus at its worst is addictive, it's possessive, it's, it's um, lazy, it just wants its things and it just wants to sit and play with its own things, right? So, so the, you can use this, now a square brings tension, so there's tension between do I just sit around in my own things, you know, the way I've always had things in my comfort zone, this is the way I like things, this is what, you know, where I'm comfortable and I don't want to move. With the tension of I want to go out and you know really have a great desire to change things and make things different and I want to do it now. So there's a great like tension between like this incredible impulsive action to do things now and do things not not at all. Right. So it's a it's a passive aggressive kind of kind of energy or an impulsive then lazy or you know it's a push then a nothing. So so it's really about how we can bring the two planets together in an energy so i'm not too impulsive but i'm not too slow so anything it's going to show up this week where we've probably been a bit slow about things and we need to push 
or a bit quick about things and we need to pull back. If we can get balanced this week, if we can take responsibility for the, and empower ourselves with a real amount of ba balance, we won't have so much chaos in our movie this week. So it can bring like challenges where we need to argue, which is very Mars, or, um, or not confront, which is very Venus, right? So it may need, how do I bring those two energies together and maybe sort of think about how I can, you know, take responsibility for some things that are not working in my life and speak up about it, but also in a very, a very um, harmonious, balanced, you know, mediative way. So if we can sort of combine that Mars-Venus energy this week, then we'll have a lot of balance. It's not to shoot off and do too much at once without having a bit of a think about it or not thinking around too much and getting on and doing some action. Very interesting. Yeah. So that one's really about balance. And then another interesting part is whenever we have something on the final like degree of a sign before it goes into the next sign that that final degree is called an anoretic it's 29 degrees something it's the it's a, it's a planet or an asteroid is on the final like moment of a sign before it tips over to the next sign so we have an asteroid called ceres c-e-r-e-s and ceres is on this final degree it's in the last point of pisces right so the start of the week it says right now well, here i am in the last moments of Pisces and these last moments of Pisces are where we all have to do something, right? When it's on the last degree, we all have to do something. We can't get out of it, right? So Sarah's is, is about mothering. It's about nurturing. It's about growing. It's about supporting. It's, it's like a little mothery asteroid, right? It wants to see things supported, growing, um, you know, what's in the ground that I can bring up right in Pisces it's all about compassion kindness and um, putting others maybe before ourselves so here we see this energy like a bit of a story where we where we need to rebalance a little bit about where we've been putting ourselves first and we need to put we can grow things by putting others first, right? We can grow things in our communities, in our groups, when we are the channel thinking about other people, right? So this is a way of creating, you know, people to be around us when we're like outside of ourselves, mothering and nurturing, you know, those around us, not boosting ourselves up in, in, in trying to attract people by the look good factor, right? Yeah. This is about like, how do I grow something? How do I nurture something? Spice is saying outside of ourselves, you know? So with that kindness and compassion energy, and if we can do that in a balance, that doesn't mean we diminish ourselves in self-sacrifice and martyr, which Pisces can do, but it means that we just there for others, uh, supporting them in what we can do, but without getting too busy with it, you know, at the same time, like trying to get in and, and fix everybody's problems. That's not what we're saying. It's just like, it's just like being there with compassion and support and kindness and while people go through whatever they need to go through. So this energy here is really something that's out where we're there for others this, you know, this week. And we're really got a final point to really think about how can I be better for other people? Yeah, that makes, to, to me, that makes so much sense with what I see in my clients currently, mm. because this, this, need, this inner need to exchange love and compassion and mothery energy 
um, and to give uh, without expecting to, to, to put yourself in a service in what ways ever that suits for the person, but um, putting yourself into service for something or someone else and to just give without expectations is this week's topic for my clients as well. I think, yeah. yeah, there is a, there is a huge, um, it's almost the, the energy is almost dragging you there that you mm. really have to do that. It's an urge. And this is the 29 degrees that makes yeah. perfect sense. It's me. that forgiveness energy. It's not holding anything. It's moving. It's flowing. It's like, how can I be here for you? Um, you know, and sharing doesn't mean like draining yourself of everything that you own. Sharing yourself means more energetically. How can I share myself energetically better? Like, mm. how can I be more understanding more compassionate more forgiving more kind all of this right you don't have to give a cent yeah. <laughs> that's right so it's to flip the consciousness because every time we talk about giving people always think money right it's nothing to do with that although that can be good at times as well right if you want to do that you want to give charity or if you want to help somebody or whatever that's fine but really we're talking about energetically how do I get out of my own head and stop thinking about me all the time my problems my doubts my issues my sense of going nowhere my complaints all of that but and they may be valid but how can I they'll only be really alleviated out of our reality in this world when we're busy, more busy with others like when we flip, flip that consciousness over and get where other people are at that injects light into their life and therefore in ours mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a real thing this this week coming up that you know is really going to help us like be there for other people. So go with it if you feel it. Just just give over to it. Um, one of the other things that's really interesting is Uranus. Um, it started the week. Uh, uh, what did it do? It was um, square as uh, Chiron. No, sorry, square Saturn, but also sectiling Chiron. Now, Uranus is the grandfather, Saturn is the father, and Chiron is the son, as, is, as in S-O-N, yes? So we have three generations of, of, of a lineup here. So Uranus and Saturn are like very different energies. Um, they're, one is very sedentary, one is very like barricade, boundary, old, karmic wounded burden <laughs> heavy sudden heavy like what i've got to earn my what i've got to earn you know <laughs> where have i lost you know my sense of like boundary and i've got to earn my way back i've got to work my way back to balance right because i've been giving all these things away like over giving or i haven't been doing enough and i've lost it and i'm out of balance with my cosmos saturn comes in and like squares you up right pushes you back into alignment with your cosmos uranus doesn't like boundary it doesn't it's a revolution it's freedom it's like let's update it's the consciousness energy right it's like let's move in the consciousness saturn is like let's realign and then chiron is the wounded healer it's like where i'm all wounded i need to heal and chiron is non-free will you have to do that work so here what we see is the real need to heal on old uh, wounds that we've inherited yes that we've inherited through our family line particularly with this lineup it's the paternal line it's the father line right so any old wounds that have come through fathering energy now it doesn't have to be your father like physically it can be fathering energy like discipline responsibility 
um, making sure things are done, right? Earning things. Where am I not earning, right? Where am I just taking or receiving or being lazy or not, you know, just expecting, whatever. There's all this energy is like moving forward. It's like freedom with responsibility, right? We're all about our freedoms at the moment. You know, I've got the freedom to do this, freedom to that, even though we don't really have that much freedom with the virus. We're all talking about my freedom to be free and to speak and... <laughs> <laughs> to do what I want to do and all of that and and you know there's all sorts of people out there with that sort of idea but there is also the element of responsibility right that in in the universal system we get freedom through responsibility right my responsibility up to others to myself and to my life right how can I uh, be aligned with that you know better you can't just be do what you want right you can't just go and Go out there, well, I've got the freedom to say and do whatever the hell I want because we have, well, responsibility to your own light, right? Am I am I living according to the how the cosmos and the universe wants me to live, right? Even if cosmic law, right? Saturn in Aquarius is cosmic law. Yeah. Right? So there, you know, it's, it's are you, you may want to argue many things in this world right now, but... The fact of the matter is you have to answer to your own, we all have to answer to our own cosmos at some point. So am I being responsible here? Yeah. Am I healing on where I can be more responsible? Now, responsibility can be very empowering because if I take responsibility for all the things in my life, yeah, that are going wrong and right, then I've got the power to change it. Uh, that's where Uranus and, and Chiron give you the assistance. That's amazing. I feel like <clears throat> for anybody out there that is listening to the podcast, um, what I feel to share to this uh, Uranus, Saturn and Chiron squaring, um, we all do have masculine and feminine energies within our bo physical body and within our energetic bodies. So in our auric field and I feel it's really important, no matter if you identify as male or female, you still need to balance out your masculine feminine structure on a daily basis. And what does that mean? That means that you're, you're analyzing and you're looking at <clears throat> how well is my daily structure? Do I need um, more help with, with, um, doing the things I need to do during the day? Do I need a weekly planning? Do I maybe need um, some, some help from outside from someone that is better in holding masculine structure and to learn that? And th this is what I feel is really important and what a lot of people are lacking like drastically is masculine structure within their week, within their days. So what I feel to say to this um, fatherly um, energy that is really wanting to be healed, maybe you sit down and ask yourself, would I, how would I be more productive during the week? What would assist me to try on? What we, for example, do here um, uh, with Ally Vision and also with other friends that have companies, we have every Monday a gathering at 10 o'clock we meditate for 11 minutes and we focus on the goals of the week 
and then we're planning the goals. That means we're writing lists, which are um, on our walls all the time. And we're working on those points on, on the list to really finish the week um, very consistently. And we started that like a couple of months ago and the results are just amazing. Because mm. when you're planning and when you're um, setting goals for one week and when you're having like the different spots on your list, you just you just work in a, the energy works in a completely different way. And even the creative energy for all those which are like, yeah, but, you know, I work as an artist and I work as this and that. I work as an artist as well, but I have to plan the time for doing art. So as as a therapist and as a coach, I plan the sessions, of course, when my clients book them, but I have to plan slots for doing art as well. And mm. this masculine energy, and this is also like doing your bookkeeping, paying your bills um, on time, uh, having having your life under control so you can dance upon the masculine structure the feminine can start to move and be free around a very stable masculine structure and that's what it needs and especially when it comes to relationships as well in order for you to attract the new partner or the new girlfriend or the new boyfriend in your life um what i feel to say is analyze your masculine feminine structure and if you have enough masculine energy during your week so your feminine may rise and dance upon that yeah i agree i agree totally i think that you know while we all have goals and been told goals are the ultimate thing you know they're not really actually the brain is very tricked by goals i mean it's great to know where you're going and you need a sense of direction but really what underpins you arriving there is the sense of structure yeah i'm i'm the same as you nicole i i put things in my diary whether they're visit you know seeing a friend or you know if they're going for a run or whatever it is that's important to me. I'm doing a course at the moment. It goes, I've got to study, so I've got to put that there. Meditation, I put everything in my diary. There's still loads of free time where, you know, things can happen, you know, spontaneously, you know, sort of in that time. But I have to make things as important. If I want to achieve things or reach things, I have to structure my week. You know, I don't want to arrive at the week saying, oh, this happened and then this stopped me from doing this. And so, you know, there are plenty of things that would stop me from doing those things. Yeah. But I have to give rise to to that structure over these infiltrations of other things that can distract me because that's what they're there for. Is <laughs> yeah. like, do you really want this? Isn't it? Really so unless you build something that sort of can help you, you know, block um those distractions then it's all like that and so I mean I still sometimes struggle because if I put time in the diary go and see a friend which I have later today that what could it's a phone right so I've still got to remember to turn the phone over or put it away or give time to that that I you know want to do that right and so you know I've got <laughs> I've got people in my life that you know are on a call and then they're like doing something else and they're doing this and it's like well, if you want to do that that's great but you know let's like set aside time and we can speak you know quality time together because it's you know it's fracturing the energies like I'm not like I'm not like I'm strict about it but it's just being mindful of what you're doing 
right, where you're going with your life and, and giving a structure to that so that you feel like you're moving forward, right? Even when the energies are good or bad or whatever you want to say they are, there's still a structure there that will take yeah. you through that. And I think it's really a great advice to put in your calendar, put in your diary, start one. I mean, I've started a, a list. And another thing I do is I started, I've got something I'm working towards a goal and I'm writing all the actions and learnings that I have about this goal for 40 days right so I've started day one and I've got nearly a page full even before I've even finished the day you know so it really shows up accountability as well I think that's really important with the Saturn to be accountable to be responsible but you know in a way that takes you forward it takes yeah. you to freedom that takes you to that liberated space you want to be not just claiming that everything else is suppressing you when you can't get there mm. yeah and I feel especially when it comes to your daily practices um what i really feel helped me in my journey the most is like to have every morning no matter what i have to do after that i'm doing my yoga and meditation like and if that means i have to get up at five i get up at five and if it means i can't sleep until i wake up and then do it then i do it like that but there is no question that i'm doing as a first thing i make my bed every morning and I do my yoga and meditation. And when you have when you have this structure, this and this is a masculine quality. When you're having this structure in your life, what really really helps you is to then it, you get a certain tempo in your day. You get you get grounded in into your structure, and that helps you to achieve whatever you want to achieve. If it's being a better mom or dad, being a better employee or being a better boss or being whatever you want to do, set your daily structure, do the things very consistently and like the energy will follow that pattern. It's really fascinating. Yeah, and it, it takes you to freedom. I agree. I just saw that we are having also a Venus constructing Pallas Athena that you wrote me. Can you speak oh, yeah. about that? Because I love Pallas Athena. <laughs> yeah, Venus is, um, is conjunct Pallas Athena. A conjunct is when sort of two different bodies come together as, and they bring out the best in each other. Yeah. So Venus is our, um, you know, it's our relationships, our finances, our harmony, our, you know, you know, uh, the ability to go through a bit of stress but with calm it's all of those it's our image what you know what we think about it, um, ourselves and um, you know so um it's all of that kind of very earth earthy things that we like i describe venus as the earth the great things about being on the earth right venus is, is there um bringing us the right challenges to grow but also the right like you know moments of of bliss yeah so here with Pallas athena Pallas athena is is like sage counsel or wisdom or you know some information that goes wow that's just like a whole new <laughs> a whole new like way of looking at it or piece of information that really takes me forward really takes me excited about how I can better with my finances my relationships um balancing my life and all of those things right so and um, it's it's that sage counsel now in Aquarius it brings out new ideas how I can upgrade, how I can think outside the box. Pallas Athena is very out. There's no box with Pallas Athena. There's no box with Aquarius. They, they sit well together. So it's like all new ways of thinking about 
you know, learning about getting great advice about, you know, I'm not great with relationships. It's a big karma for me, right? Intimate relationships, good with friends, good with groups, good with whatever, but intimate relationships struggle, right? And it's just like all of a sudden I've started reading these books and I'm starting like, taking more actions as the satin bit, you know, now taking these actions, being accountable to how I'm taking myself there, part of the day, all of that bit. So, Really, it's just like opening the mind, you know, to give new insights, messages about how you can be in harmony and balance with your relationships a bit more. Lovely. Including the relationship with yourself and your life as well. Yeah, that's beautiful. I, I'm such a big fan of, of, of Venus is big in my chart and Pallas Athena as well. So, yeah. Yes, and Venus is big this week, It's you know, sort of it's it's popped up a few times in a number yeah. of things that we've talked about and that venus you know energy all the things that we like as well as the saturn how i've got to take responsibility and structure how i get there yeah so and here just to finish up with mercury saturn jupiter it's it's a stellium we have three planets sort of like close enough together to be when all the best of things. Jupiter is philosophy, ideas, growth, expansion, miracles. Mercury is thought and Saturn is responsibility and karma. So again, it's like, how can I think about my the the ways to blessings through taking responsibility? So there's <laughs> a big message in the, in the um in the stars this week in the planets this week about how do you get to good things that you want right you've got to take you've got to look at re-look at them review them empower yourself change your ways and put in new structures that take you there i think that kind of sums it up for me this week that's amazing yeah wonderful so yeah. i'm having two stones that were oh i love this bit i get so many good good <laughs> feedback about like nicole's oh, really yeah That's yeah cool. nicole's bits at the end we love feedbacks around our podcast if so, <laughs> not really we do we're like oh my god look someone listened to it and wrote us something i know <laughs> so cool i'm definitely not in a vacuum so i will start the, the transmissions from the crystals and we have uh, two crystals. You can find it on our social media. We will set up pictures from the crystals each week so that you see who is uh, giving the transmission to us and how they look. And um, most of them are also available in Anamaya products. So if you're interested in having those crystals, you just DM us and we look how we bring them to you. But we start first um, with the bigger one from the picture. And I ask you therefore to sit up in easy pose, like, or you just sit with your feet on the ground and you close your eyes, please. And take a deep inhale and exhale. And come with all your awareness into your heart space and see, feel, or imagine how you are in this heart space as a ball of light, that your awareness is a ball of light shining in your heart. And if you don't feel it yet, or you don't see it because it's not your medium, you just imagine it being there. And the, your imagination for your brain is a reality. 
So you just do that. And that's perfectly fine. So we're sending out an invitation to our past to bring all the awareness that is in all karmic and ancestral patterns that is in our past from this lifetime, in the past of any decision that you make, that you ask yourself, what would have been if I would have taken this other decision or whatever, like those splitting of timelines. We're asking all the awareness sitting in the past somewhere to come into the now moment and join us in the heart space and see, feel or imagine how this light is coming towards your heart. And we're sending out the same invitation to the future with all our ideas from the future, incarnations from the future. We're asking all the awareness from us, which is somewhere in the future, back into the now moment. And see, feel, or imagine how your ball of light in your heart is getting bigger and bigger. And I'd like to ask the big creator to open up a Merkaba of light, which is held by Mother Earth and by the cosmos. And I'm inviting in all our masters and teachers, all our guides, of course, the crystal being the awareness of the crystals that we're um, bringing them into service today. And you, dear listener, you may also be present in our beautiful murk above light. Take a deep inhale and exhale. And with the next inhale, connect to the central sun, to source, to the God principle, to God, whatever you call it, with your light bulb. And with the exhale, you come through your heart space and you're going into the core of the Mother Earth. Inhale up. Through your divine ray of light, your heart space, up, up, up to the central sun, to the source, to the God principle. And exhale down into the core of Mother Earth. And see, feel, or imagine how you're standing in a ray of light in connection to the masculine G-O-D principle to the central sun and the feminine principle, the, the manifestation principle, Mother Earth. And how you are the creator of your reality from your heart space. Come back with your awareness into the heart room, into your heart and feel those two energies coming in your channel from the top, from your crown chakra and from the bottom, from your root chakra and feel this energy meeting in your heart space and how you create your own divine reality from your heart space. 
and how reality forms. And when arrived in this beautiful now moment, the first crystal is presenting himself. And he's showing that he's having a special construction for your inner ray of light between the, the, the root chakra and the roots and the 10th gate, which is in your auric field, the access to your auric field. And he is giving us this structure, which is like a support system for our own inner array of light. And it's there for a couple of weeks, of couple of weeks, yes, in order to support you going through this dark night of the Mother Earth, which is currently going on with the fear pattern. So your inner channel is, have, is being supported and the connection to the light um, of the core of Mother Earth, as well as um, the, the source light, the, the central sunlight is supported on, on your physical body because it's sometimes difficult currently in the physical body. So this uh, crystal is offering um, this beautiful structure and for whoever who feels aligned with receiving um, this uh, structure for the next couple of months, as long as needed, and it will dissolve itself when no longer necessary, may give his internal okay for that. you very much and then there is this little crystal um, also being um, here to support our journey and he was already communicating up front to me he has um, a certain healing frequency that he's offering when there is a disconnection between our past and our now and our future and our now and he's realigning um, certain energetic cords which were cut or being um, held captive in one of the other timelines in order for this energy to come back into the now moment and support your very unique journey of finding your higher destiny and if you do feel guided to get this um, healing frequency in order to repair the cut cords 
and to free the held captive energy that is able now to come back towards you. You may give your internal okay for that. So this transmission can be done. In thanking the two beautiful crystals for providing us with those amazing gifts thank you to all the masters and teachers and guides to mother earth and the cosmos for holding the space for us and we're closing the Merkaba of light and I might kindly ask you to return to your physical body into your into your heart with your awareness and open your eyes thank you that was beautiful thank you <laughs> that was lovely yeah, they're so sweet. No, I love those stones. Mm. So if you liked what you heard, uh, we're back next week with a new LI Talks weekly energy shots. And um, maybe spread the knowledge around your friends that might also be interested in our talks and the transmissions. And we wish you a wonderful week. And yes. All the best. And we hear you next week. Okay. Okay. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Guys. Lovely having you with us at Ali Talks. Would you like to know more about empowered spirituality, whether in business or for your personal life? Then visit us at ali.vision or write us an email at contact at ali.vision.